Hey, Sean. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Doing great, man. Doing great. Awesome. I uh, I talked to you years and years ago. Um, it was the day after the premiere of the very first Rock of Love episode. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah, I remember we I was kicking it off, and uh, it was the very the very first year that it happened. I think it was was it right before? I think it was like the Monday or Tuesday right after it had premiered. Yeah. Now looking back on that, uh, you did several seasons on that uh, show. Do you have fond memories of that? Uh, do you regret doing it? Do you do do you do you do you like that you did it? Yeah, no, I had a great time doing it. I mean, I just basically was myself. I was, you know, at the time single and dating and having fun and having a great time. And it was definitely, definitely have great memories of it. I mean, crazy would be a better word. <laughs> I mean, there was some definite moments of insanity, but it's been VH1's number one all-time highest rated show. And, you know, most of those reality shows come out good the first season. Second one's okay, and the third one goes away. This one came out strong, got stronger, and ended really strong in the third season but by then i was trying to work stuff out um in my relationship and i just didn't want to go in and and you know you do a show like that you don't want to go in and fake your way through you want to go in and have fun and i think that reality and and everything is what made it a lot of fun and made it great awesome man and then you moved on to the apprentice uh doing more reality tv and you won yeah, no, that was awesome. I loved uh, of all the things I've done in my life that are the most rewarding and the toughest. That was a combination of both. It was, uh, without a doubt, the most grueling, uh, th- as far as reality goes, the most grueling thing I'd ever been through. Uh, and that's part of what the show is. It's who can uh, basically stay in the fight, who can keep their stand. And I said, man, the good thing is about us musicians, and especially guys like me that have toured for 25 years, I can I can rock on a fume. You know, in other words, I get a <laughs> you know an hour of sleep i'm pretty good and so uh, it really helped me that and just uh staying focused and and all that it was uh plus being a lifelong diabetic um it, it really my motivation it's sort of like the charity picked me you know they said look you're diabetic and you're going to fight for this and i'm i'm ready for a cure so i really put my heart and soul into it you're going to be in town friday over tropicana doing a solo show what is a uh, brett michaels solo show how's it differ from a poison show Really, really simple. Here's the deal. First of all, the most obvious, the other band members of Poison aren't there. <laughs> yeah. That's number one. Uh, but the, you know what it is? My, the guys in my solo band, we've been together for a really, really long time. I'm a guy that even in a solo band still likes a band. In other words, I still like being surrounded by the band. But here's the difference, a couple things. Number one, I want to make sure the fans all know because I've got lots of great fans that, are, that, that come to the solo shows and what they see is uh, not only the energy in the party, but they get to hear all the poison hits done a little differently. They get to hear the new stuff from, you know, the solo records and Rock of Love and Apprentice and the show Life as I Know It. They hear all these songs, and I mix them in and just make the set insanely great. And I think that the the real difference is, is obviously I get a chance to play a little more musically. I get to tell some stories, and, and each night I kind of rotate the set around a little bit just so it's really fresh and exciting for me but but always remember that the fans obviously uh, and me being a fan of music you want to hear the hits and mix it up with some new stuff good stuff now the last time you you were here uh, obviously you were just here a few months ago with Def Leppard uh, Poison Lita Ford tour the Rock of Ages tour a, a great show I was there I'm a fan of all three acts and uh, but it was also a somber day because uh, Ricky Rocket lost his father what was that like going through the show very tough and very surreal and I, I gotta hand it I've been 
friends, obviously with Ricky, but with his family and his dad for since I've been a, a kid, you know. And he was like a second dad in a sense. And and it was a very it, it, as crazy as this sounds. You we Ricky, especially Ricky, really bucked up. His father passed away that day, and I don't think that all of them. You know, this is the way it is. I don't know that it completely hit him. I think after the show is when it really kind of hit all of us. Like it was a, it was one of those things where did this really just happen? And and he was, you know, we said, listen, Ricky, don't worry. We we want to do the show for the fans. Maybe we can have someone set in if we have to. And he's like, I think it would help me just to get through the day. And and can't thank the fans enough for being understanding uh, on that night. It was, but it was a tough, no doubt, a tough night to be back there playing drums after losing your father that day is just I can't I can't it's, even imagine it's unbelievable I, I go back I think about different people in life and you know I, I think I'm a big football fanatic and I was thinking about uh when Brett Favre had to do the Monday night game and I don't know if you remember that year going back to the Packer thing when his dad passed away that day or that you know like the, I, I think it wasn't very long before the game and and the same thing he he got through the game but I think the collapse and the reality set in right afterwards you got some uh, new stuff going on here uh let's talk a little bit about your uh, PetSmart line. Absolutely. Very simple. I'm a, I grew up in I grew up in the uh, western Pennsylvania area, Pittsburgh, and uh, and then I, I uh, grew up. My dad was in the military, so he was in the Navy, and we we moved on to Mechanicsburg or Harrisburg, and uh, at the Inland Naval Depot. But we've always had pets since as far back as I can remember, starting with German shepherds and dogs and cats and you name it. And so it really I live on a ranch now, and it's basically how it came together. I'm uh, I'm out here in the uh, Phoenix, Arizona area. I have a beautiful play, a ranch, I should say, and all the animals, we started talking about it and just created this thing simply called Pets Rock. And it's all kinds of fun accessories. It's just anything for your dogs and cats. And we uh, we came out in May and June with it, and it's now one of their top selling lines that they have. And it was just a really good feeling. A lot of fans bought it, but you got to make a good product. And you know, because you don't want it to be a novelty, mm-hmm. and that's not what I intended it to be. It was a it was a five year go in there for minimum of five years and really grow uh, the Pets Rock products of PetSmart, and it's been a huge success, thank God, so far. Of course, a new record in November with a ton of guests. I've heard uh, Loretta Lynn, uh, Michael Anthony, Ace Freely. Tell me a little bit about the new record. Yep, really simple. It's just called Brett Michaels' Good Songs, Great Friends. That's the name of the record, and it's just all the people I've known. Uh, for a really long time and, and different people I've met throughout my career. I mean, you got Joe Perry from Aerosmith playing on Every Rose as a Thorn and Loretta Lynn singing with me on it. And you mix that up with, you know, all of a sudden you got Hugh McDonald from Bon Jovi's band playing on it. And it just, and then all of a sudden the Def Leppard guys played on it. The Ace Frehley from Kiss, Michael Anthony from Van Halen, Jimmy Buffett and me redid Margaritaville together. And it's it's really been a blast doing this record. That's awesome, man. And I, I know you did nothing but a good time uh, re-recorded. It actually sounds good, man. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And I kind of went back to some of the original riffs I used on it when I when I did it. And then you got, of all things, you got Lil Jon uh, doing a teeny little rap part on it with me. <laughs> it's really, I, I kind of try to put the songs together, keep them fun and seamless. Of course, you're going to be here Friday, uh, Tropicana. Brett Michaels doing a solo show. Tickets are on sale. You can get them through our website. Uh, Brett, you know, I, I think back to when I was 
was a kid, I'm watching MTV. It's uh, 1986, I guess. Uh, I'm 10 years old, and I see the Cry Tough video. I'm instantly hooked with the song, but I, 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 you know, I went to the record store when there were still record stores, and I pull out the vinyl. And for the life of me, I couldn't tell if you were guys or girls on the uh, on the uh, on the cover. Uh, when you look back at those pictures, what do you think? What, what, what's your first thought to that? Oh, I loved it, man. That was, <laughs> listen, we were we were living it back in the day. We were coming from a very blue collar society and having fun. And you know what? I look back and think probably. Uh, you know, probably not my finest moments moment in in uh, dress history. <laughs> but you can't look back at anything and regret it. You can have fun. I had a great time, and independent records sold four million copies. And we weren't stupid enough to give away our publishing. We kept all that. And you know, things happen for a reason. And I think it also is one of the things. that here we are, 26 years later. And, you know, still getting to play great music and meet great fans. It's, a, it's an awesome day. Well, you've had a great career. You, you've taken it from music to acting to, to reality TV and, uh, you know, all the best. By the way, I know you had some health issues. Uh, uh, everything good on, on the health front? All good. I, I've, been, I've been, like I said, lifelong diabetic, uh, insulin dependent, and, and now... Uh, you know, I've been through with the brain hemorrhage and the heart surgery, all that crazy stuff that happened. Uh, it was like a big domino effect, but I feel really good. And, and every time we're at the tropic thing, it just rocks. It's a, it's an awesome show. It's always slam-packed, and, and it's a big party, and I'm excited to come back. We're, we're happy to have you here. All the best with your health. And uh, Poison, a- any possibility of new music of those guys? I, I sure hope so. Right now, I, I couldn't. Right now, I don't know that that's going to happen, but I'm hoping that one day we go in. Even if we just cut a couple songs, mm-hmm. it would be great. But but you know what? It would be a lot of fun to do that. And uh, and I always that's all I do. I have a home studio. I write music all the time. And and hopefully that's something that happens in the near future. We're excited for Friday night show, man. Thank you for taking some time out of, of your day to talk with me. See you on Friday. Thanks again for taking some time out. You guys, thank you.